Justice Kavanaugh has the opinion of the Court in Case 17-1702, Manhattan Community Access Corporation versus Halleck. The free speech clause of the First Amendment constrains governmental actors and protects private actors. To draw the line between governmental actors and private actors, this Court applies what is known as the state action doctrine. This state action case concerns the public access channels on Time Warner's cable system in Manhattan. Those public access channels are operated by a private nonprofit corporation known as MNN. The question here is whether MNN, even though it is a private entity, nonetheless is a state actor when it operates the public access channels. The plaintiffs in this case were producers of films. They were denied access to MNN's public access channels. They then sued MNN under the First Amendment, seeking access to the public access channels. They argued that MNN was a state actor subject to the First Amendment. Now, if MNN were a state actor, then the First Amendment would restrict its exercise of editorial discretion over the speech and speakers who could appear on the public access channels. In a divided decision, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit held that MNN was, in fact, a state actor subject to First Amendment constraints. We disagree and now reverse the judgment of the Second Circuit. Under this Court's cases, a private entity may qualify as a state actor when it exercises powers, quote, traditionally exclusively reserved to the state, end quote. It is not enough that the federal, state, or local government exercised the function in the past or still does, and it is not enough that the function serves the public good or the public interest in some way. The relevant function in this case is operation of public access channels on a cable system. That function has not traditionally and exclusively been performed by government. Since the 1970s, when public access channels became a regular feature on cable systems, a variety of private and public actors have operated the public access channels. To avoid that conclusion, the plaintiffs alternatively contend that the relevant function here is not simply the operation of public access channels on a cable system, but rather is more generally the operation of a public forum for speech. And according to the plaintiffs, the operation of a public forum for speech is a traditional exclusive public function. We disagree. When a private entity provides a forum for speech, the private entity is not ordinarily constrained by the First Amendment. The private entity may exercise editorial discretion over the speech and speakers in the forum. This Court so ruled in an important 1976 decision where the Court held that a shopping center owner was not a state actor subject to First Amendment constraints. That decision reflects a common-sense principle. Providing some kind of forum for speech is not an activity that only governmental entities have traditionally performed. After all, private property owners often open their property for speech. Grocery stores put up community bulletin boards. Comedy clubs host open mic nights. Bookstores have guest speakers. If the rule were otherwise, all private property owners, such as those who open their property for speech, would be subject to First Amendment constraints and would lose the ability to exercise what they deem to be appropriate editorial discretion within that open forum. Private property owners would face the unappetizing choice of allowing all comers or closing the platform altogether. 
Benjamin Franklin once said that he did not have to operate his newspaper as a stagecoach with seats for everyone. That is still true. The Constitution does not disable private property owners from exercising editorial discretion over speech and speakers on their property. Finally, the plaintiffs alternatively contend that the public access channels here are actually the property of New York City, not the property of Time Warner or MNN. On this alternative theory, the plaintiffs say that MNN is, in essence, simply managing government property on behalf of New York City. As we explain in our opinion, we conclude that the public access channels are not the property of New York City. In sum, the state action doctrine enforces a critical boundary between the government and the individual and thereby protects a robust sphere of individual liberty. Expanding the state action doctrine beyond its traditional boundaries would expand governmental control while restricting individual liberty and private enterprise. We decline to do so in this case. MNN may be subject to New York state law liability for denying access to the public access channels. But under the text of the Constitution and our precedents, MNN is not a state actor subject to First Amendment constraints. Therefore, we reverse in relevant part the judgment of the Second Circuit. Justice Sotomayor has filed a dissenting opinion, which is joined by Justices Ginsburg, Breyer, and Kagan.